And uh, now for something completely different. Where we're going, we don't need any rails. Ready for some hot news? Save the llama for your mama. Paging Dr. Kraft. WTF, mate. Pork chop sandwiches. Pick me up a pack of ports in the Tahitian tree. No, you misunderstand. I don't care. All spoils all the time. Ready for some hot news? What? Wop, 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 wop. Epic fail. Yeah, this is the podcast. Welcome, y'all. It's episode 87. And uh, then... I have my umbrella court flag flying today. Outside. Got an umbrella corporation flag. Yep. Out on my front porch. In the season of doing a podcast for Umbrella Academy? Well, too bad it's the Sparrow Academy now, dumbass. <laughs> True. I didn't even I didn't even do that because of the the podcast. Deb hung it up, not me. Deb, I do Deb love knows. I do love the slow I do love their slogan that's on it. Our business is life itself. <laughs> so Umbrella Academy. Yes. Umbrella. That's what we're doing. Okay. Just just as a re- uh, recap. Previously, what did you guys think of season one? I can't remember. I hated season one. Did you? Okay. Yes. That's okay. Right. Can you remind us why? Because I haven't listened to that podcast for a while. <laughs> so, and I and I if I started seeing the same problem in this season, and I think it's just a personal preference of mine. If you're going to make television that is superhero based, you cannot make. All of the superheroes, whiny, broken, Quack. but they're not superheroes. Then, then don't make it sound like it's a superhero show, which is what they, which is the way it's written. No, and it's a it's comic not a superhero show. show. Okay, fine. I uh, denote comic books to superheroes. <laughs> so, when you give well, people powers, they're superheroes. I'm sorry. There are Powered comic individuals. books about lots of things that. Well, and I probably wouldn't would like it. I, <laughs> I I get what I get what you're saying, and I'm not trying to be like a jerk about it, but see that it's just interesting, and that's why I love that we do these podcasts because I never once looked at this show as a. This is clearly not like every time they tr- the only one that tries to be a superhero is Diego, and everything he touches, yeah. he's got like he's got like the anti Midas touch. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, I know. Because he screws everything up. Yeah, and I love, especially in the second season where they razz him so much. Uh, you know, Luther started razzing him a lot about that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I I get what when you're the saying. Boy Scout starts to razz you, you know, you're really screwing up. Yeah, I, mean, I, I, I guess... totally get what you're saying, but I've never really, personally, I've never really viewed this as a superhero show. Like they are, they're not even anti-heroes. They're just Quack. kids that have powers. Um, but yeah. yet they, but yet they write it off as they're supposed to be a team that's supposed to help the world, and that to not, me is not, superhero-ish. I so... mean, not necessarily at all, because the first season starts off their first go. Their first outing, one of them dies. Exactly. So clearly, that's like <laughs> yeah. that's not. I get. I, mean? I get that. That's that. That after all of that, that's what it is. But I still. That's still what I see. So, the fact that we spend the well, entire se- we the fact that we spend the entire first season 
listening to Klaus Wine and a uh, violin chick who I hate as a person in real life take ninety percent of the spotlight because she's the bad guy in the oh, end. Vanya? Yes. Vanya's okay. a real in real life? She, well, no, the actress no. who plays her she is a complete Juno. person. Juno. Yeah. yeah. Ellen, Ellen, Page. Ellen Page. But either way, yeah. So, I mean, my problem is, is that was my problem with it in the, in the first place. One of the reasons is, is because it's very much like Doom Patrol, and Doom Patrol annoyed me the first season, too. But it annoyed me less than Umbrella Academy. <laughs> so, See, I, I, I actually have the exact opposite feeling. I, I like Doom Patrol, but it's darker and a little more whiny to me and not as not as well balanced as a um, storytelling avenue. Like, I like Umbrella Academy better, and I forgot how much I liked the first season when I was watching the second season. Because I liked the second season even more. Well, I... I feel like it's just really balanced as far as it's it's got stuff to make you laugh, to make you cry, to make you cheer, to make you angry. Like, yeah. all the characters are so wildly different. And, yeah, that's why I like it. Well, yeah. I, I agree with that. Yeah. And, like, so... And Doom Patrol, I mean, don't get me wrong, I really enjoyed Doom Patrol first season and second season. There's My only complaint about Doom Patrol is... All the f bombs get old. I, think I was it's, just going to say, it's just old hat. It's mm-hmm. just ridiculous. It, Every episode was, is a I can't contest. Remember which episode it was in the second season where I was just <laughs> like, is. "All right, I just want to, I just want to forward through every scene that he's in because yeah. just ridiculous." But Doom Patrol, even you know, I enjoyed the second season, but it's it's just like a recut of season one with a different mechanism. It just seems like a one trick pony. Whereas I agree that there's there's a lot better storytelling. In Umbrella Academy, as far as I'm concerned, so um, and and I don't view them as superheroes at all. Like they they yeah. are all tragic cases. Well, so, I would say neither show is a super superhero show. So here's here's the other problem. I don't watch TV to watch people whine and be down on themselves. I watch TV for up for being for the fact that a story uplifts, and when you spend ninety percent of it with everyone whining and bitching because of the, of their life. That doesn't let me enjoy TV. That is a trend these days. And that's the way all of TV is going these days. It used yeah. to be you could sit down, watch a show, and there might be a bad moment in it. But there was yeah. still a, a positive, uplifting point in every episode. And all of this, you don't get to... And I'm, I'm trying not to jump into season two of Umbrella because we haven't gone that far. But season one had none of that. It yeah. even ended on a horrible note with them blowing up the world anyways. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's why I didn't like any of season one, because there was no positive notes in that entire season. Yeah. It was just drama, characters being down on themselves the entire time, not really growing in any way, shape, or one form. One of them actually going quite mad and turning <laughs> against her family and almost killing her sister. Exactly. Now, it, if that's season one. Season two, I will say... After the slog of the first, like, eight episodes, <laughs> the show got really good, and I enjoyed the rest of it. So yeah. they ch- they turned it around in this season. The only redeeming character that I've ever found in both seasons is Five. He's the only <laughs> one that I've enjoyed in both seasons. <laughs> because he's not a whiny little brat. He's the one that's trying to make do the positive thing. So that's, I mean, I, I'm going to try to, I wasn't, didn't want to jump too far into season two until we get to that point, but yeah. 
Why not? It's jazz. That's what we do. True. We jump around all. <laughs> so time. season one ended with the whole team battling Vanya and Failing. barely, barely succeeding in subduing her, and then. She what did she do? Brought the moon down to crash into the earth or something she like that. She fired a laser beam at the moon, which broke a giant chunk off, right. which caused an extinction level event on the planet. Right. So then they <laughs> jump back in time to some Sorry, unknown everybody. point at the cliffhanger of the first season. In the second season, it opens and we find out. Well, the first thing, we, the first five minutes we see is the in- coolest thing about the entire second season because they're fighting the Russians. Yes. And they're no, no. working wait, as wait, a wait. team. They're actually big super superheroes. Yes, yeah. exactly. They were a superhero right team. There. They were fight. It was like the Avengers. They were fighting the Russians, and they were coordinated, and they were all working together. And then the nuke goes off and blows everything up, and Five gets to see it happen, and he jumps back even further. We come to find out that all of them arrived at the same place, but not at the same time. Sometime like over a, over a three to five year period, something like that. Yeah, so sixty to sixty-three. Yeah, three year period. So most of them who got there first have all, you know, said, well, we're stuck here and I don't know where my family is, so I'm just going to build a life for myself. And that's where it starts off. And five goes, he sees what happens. What is it like 10 days beyond the time that he first jumped back? So then he jumps back again and has to bring them all together. And it really focuses around him which is cool. I like it. And it all culminates. They're saying a book report. What do you think about it? <laughs> so it, Damn. It, so it culminates. You, you, with, get a, you get an A on your book report, Dana. What do you feel about it? What do you think about it? Uh, I, like I said, that first five minutes, I freaking loved it. The, the, and I wanted, I was like, oh, that's great. So maybe we'll see more of that this season. <laughs> well, that's the thing is like, that's the whole point. They can't work together. You know, that was demonstrated so much in the first season. It's demonstrated again. Well, they in the did. Season, especially with that one episode where they've got 90 minutes to gather each other up. I mean, I mean, Vanya's situation was a little bit different. She got picked up by the FBI, but they can't, they cannot work together. They're idiots. They're absolute idiots. Look at, look at Luther and Diego in that one scene with the, yeah. the one Swedish brother kills the guy and he's like he writes blood for blood and swedish on the floor yeah and they look the name up in the phone book <laughs> and like give a death threat to some old lady they're idiots uh, yeah they're absolutely why idiots. i find it so entertaining <laughs> yeah 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 it's it's i think it's i love the i thing love is, that though, they are so flawed yes they are flawed and and all that but but they do have these abilities that to some degree they are they have them under control Obviously not Vanya when she gets like psychotic, but um. Wait, 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 wait. Stay right there. I don't, I don't know. Let's see. Let's go through each one. Diego can control his. He can control projectiles. What he okay. can't control is his impulse, impulsivity. Exactly. <laughs> he wants crazy. to be He's stuck on one thing. He wants he's to be the gunslinger. He wants to save the day. He's, yeah, yeah I, he thinks I he's love, Batman. I love that knives. they. I love that they name dropped Batman. Yeah. Season two. The guy straight up right. says you're not Batman. <laughs> yeah, and I don't remember where Umbrella Academy fits. I don't know who owns that. Yeah, I don't mean sure. I think it wasn't it one like is it a DC property or is it one of the independents? But yeah, I mean, I mean they're they all, all they all they all have good control over their powers. Right. Five is a little chaotic. He needs to dial it in, and he yeah. learns how to do that. Well, and he wasn't part so. of that five-minute scene where they were all battling together and like working as a team. 
that was the first yeah. time we actually got to see them doing that. And it was really cool to see that. And so you want to see more. But unfortunately, the rest of the season, we don't get to see that. At the final oh. episode, you think you're going to see it again, but you don't because it's the Vanya show. So, so um, do you think it's five is the difference there then? Is five the difference in them coming together and working as a team versus what, what, what I think, ended I up think, happening? I think yes. I yeah. agree. Yes. Five, yeah. five is the MacGuffin of their demise. You yeah, know, I think that whole scene where his old self and his young self were there, well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> with Luther. The whole tie-in with the Kennedy the, assassination was cool, too. I like that. That was oh, really cool. I, that um, whole episode was great. And, but you know what? I, I thought, okay, well, I don't want to jump straight to the end because that's what I keep thinking about. But <laughs> throughout the season, it's, a, it's another season like Doom Patrol Season 2 where you have a lot of character development, a lot of character growth. Vanya has completely forgotten who she was in the first season. Doesn't know her name. Doesn't know that she has these abilities. Um, slowly starts to remember over the course of the season. At which point, you know, obviously she gets captured by the FBI and they're and they're torching her and stuff. And that's when she remembers. But the whole season for her was how um, how valuable life is to her. How valuable other people are to her which is a complete 180 from how she ended up at the end of season one and then and again i hate to jump straight to the last episode but it, they built her that they built her up that way the entire season and then the time bureau or that's what i call them i know that's not their name but <laughs> they send all these like 500 agents after them and she floats out of the barn and kills them with a thought and i'm like what all right, so we're not worried about preserving life anymore, I guess. But, well, life that matters to her. Yeah, I don't know. That's but, that's kind of the that's the thing. Like she developed anyone that she developed feelings for, or at least like a relationship with, she would protect. But I think I would, that's the, I would say the length that of moment, her. She was defending her, her family, family and well, sure, exactly. and but the kid. you know, she's got enough power that she could have incapacity I, you know, I don't know but i just thought it was a little much that suddenly she's willing to go out and murder like 400 people well i also don't think she, as much as she gained a lot of control over her power i still don't think she no. has full control over it so oh, when no. trying to take so when trying to she may have been attempting to incapacitate them all because it was basically a shock yeah, but we don't know but we don't know but in order to take out that many people I don't think she has control on that level yet. So mm -hmm. it's more of a, I'm going to set off a mini bomb <laughs> and try that to was, target it. That was a mini bomb. <laughs> well, it didn't blow up the moon this time. So yeah, that's true. <laughs> or crack the earth. Now five. I, again, I thought that he was, um, probably the most, the most important, most pivotal character. Um, and God, that kid is a great actor. He's probably he's probably like twenty five years old, but he looks like he's seventeen. Um, um, no, is he really a kid? Because if he is, he's a hell of an actor. But uh, when he goes to um, his older self, and he's asking for was it his older self he was talking to, and he's asking technically he his younger self. Well, 
the older looking. But the older, but right. But the person that actually looks like his age. Yeah. He said, instead Uh, of trying to jump back years, try starting with a few seconds or something like that. That's what he was talking to his dad. Oh no, his dad. That was the conversation with his dad. His dad's like, his dad's like, well, maybe you're, maybe you're just bite, like basically, maybe you're biting off more than you can chew. That's right. Try jumping back only a few seconds. And right then, I said, that's playing in in the final Mm -hmm. episode. And he was born September eighth, two thousand and three. God, he is a kid. Wow, <laughs> he's a good actor. That kid. Yeah, I was he's sixteen. Yeah, I was. He's, he's about to turn seventeen. Anyway, um, yeah, I think he's. I think he's the most interesting character of the entire um, mm-hmm. show by by far, other than maybe his dad, because. Well, his dad you know, is yeah. one scene where they sort of reveal that he's Ooh. an alien or something. And yes, like, dude, I was waiting crap? till we got to that. Yeah. Holy hell! Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that scene right uh, there makes me want to go. Okay, I want to know what's I want. I want to know what's going to go happen in season three. because yeah, yeah. I have a feeling well, that that uh, is going to come become a thing in season three. Oh, I hope so. Well, so. I think that he. I I think that very obviously what's going on here, right? So like it was it was told to us in season one that there were 43 children that were born on that day in 1989 and their, their mothers that gave birth to them weren't pregnant the day before. Mm-hmm. So they find the eighth one in this, in the, at the culmination of season two ends up being, uh, what's her name? Uh, is ends up being one of the eighth kids. Mm-hmm. Lila. Yep. Uh, Lila, Lila. So I really think I'm thinking that we're going to eventually find out that, the alien who's been playing Reginald uh, is responsible in some way, shape, or form of those 43 births, and mm-hmm. that's why he was trying to gather them back up. I mean, that's, I mean, he did some that's probes. where I think it's going to go. Yeah. He, he did some <laughs> he did some, he did some probes. He did some, e- he did some ego stuff from, like, Guardians 2. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Yikes. Bedded many women. I was thinking Kree and the Terra Genesis. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, oh, they're taking yeah. Marvel. Jafakri? Jafakri. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> Shafakri. Anyway. Yes. Uh, let's talk about Lila real quick. What'd you think about that character? Loved her. From the very like from the very beginning, even when I thought that she was just some crazy chick that happened to be in the mental institution and I mean, obviously she was gonna end up being more than that. I mean, I've watched enough of these kind of shows and movies and whatnot know that that's not going to be just the way it is like if anybody ever wants to do a big twist in the future they would just not have to go down this well-trodden path but even from the very beginning i i loved her character so hilarious to me so the first comment that popped in head when you asked that question was she's more interesting than diego yeah (laughs) (laughs) i i actually liked her more when she was the crazy person true and then yeah. when they revealed her as the the you know the handler's daughter i was like oh but she kind of slowly went back to that character i don't know she's interesting that's for sure i will say she became very more much more interesting when she absorbed vanya's power and sent it back at so the end <laughs> that that's her power she she's yeah she's a mirror she mirror she's like uh she's like peter on uh heroes mirrors yes, the power yes. for a moment You're, mimic that was the most one of the most badass scenes in this whole season for me mm-hmm. even after like even after it was revealed that she could mirror uh 
powers when Allison was like, I heard a rumor, and she just turns around and says that you forgot to breathe. I was like, yeah. oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so here's here's one question. We know we basically realize that she mirrors a power that's close to her, but when she jumped in and was going to fight Luther, she jumped in like five, but five wasn't anywhere near her. So well, maybe one be. so how so so either she would. has a power of her own that she doesn't have to use, that's like a a well, the port the it, teleport it could have like a latency you know like oh, that's why I was trying because like... like she jumped in to the house like five like five teleports, but then she immediately absorbed Luther's when he tried to hit her and I'm like well how, who's she mirroring and when because that was the only weird spot about that fight there's probably like a transition period. Where, yeah, let, let's just say she's near somebody, she absorbs the power, she gets near somebody else, then she absorbs that power. Could be that because well, it was keeps, like all the others were you had to physically be using the power for her to reverse it. So it could be that when she teleported in, she was next to five before she That's teleported, true. and then as soon as she landed next to Ru- uh, Luther, she gained his strength. I don't know, it doesn't matter. Well, she gained his strength right as it, her, their hands hit, yeah. Because you saw the shockwave so come off and her push thing. back. Yeah, it's a proximity thing. So it's interesting. They didn't really flush out how that worked, but other than the fact that she could use all of their powers against them, which was kind of cool. Yeah. Kind of like I'm just mimic. curious. I, I'm really curious, and I'm leaning. I'm leaning towards no as the answer to this. But I'm curious if the handler had any idea. Yes. Other than being like an extreme tactician and like great at hand-to-hand combat and like really good at at uh, subversion and stuff like that. I wonder if the handler had any idea that the I think she I knew. honestly the way that story worked out and the fact that five said that the handler never goes with never went with him until that point, the handler knew that she was powered. Yeah. Didn't know what it was, but knew that she was powered and that's why she went after her. Which begs the second question follow up question to that is if she's trying to if she knows what Reginald is and what Reginald is up to. Now that I don't like. Yeah. Well, we'll never know. Because <laughs> yeah. she's dead. What, what do you mean we'll never dead. know? Because... Well, I don't know. She got shot in the head the first time. <laughs> People yeah, don't right. usually come back from that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she she is a great villain because I just despise that character. Yeah. So she does a good job. Oh, she's amazing. Under your skin. Yeah. <laughs> How about the little dude with no neck who's now in charge of the Time Bureau? <laughs> <laughs> I love that guy. Awesome. He's awesome. His line, his little oh, one-liner. <laughs> he was hilarious. Uh, <laughs> he gave him some of the greatest show. one-liners. Yep. Um. So the whole thing with, uh, I keep going back to that first five minutes where they were actually cooperating as a team, and I thought, surely we're going to see that again, sometime in this episode, in this series, in this season. Series, if you're in England, uh, and but we didn't. We we kind of saw it start to happen, but I think, like you said, with five around, it kind of yeah, falls they, apart. It's a different dynamic. Yeah, yeah. it's interesting. Because you maybe, see, when they're fighting, when they were fighting three, the Russians, they didn't have him with them. Yes, and well, so and they he had, wasn't there. He wasn't they had there somehow come previously. together to to in that timeline to end up fighting. Uh, the, the troops and the soldiers of course they can't do I think that's going to be but... I think that's probably going to be a big I mean obviously 
you know, the Umbrella Academy coming face to face with the so-called Sparrow Academy is going to be the major plot point yeah. of mm-hmm. the third season. It's going to be but interesting. Eventually, I think it's going. I really do think it's going to be revealed that Five is the reason why the apocalypse keeps happening, and they're going to end up having to figure out a way to take him out. That's that's going to be. be the big. Could be. I'm predicting that's probably going to be the big deal that happens. He's the bad guy, and he doesn't even know it. Well, he's the linchpin. <laughs> yeah. So what? Do, what? Do I you mean, think? he he is a bad guy. He's he's by his own ad- admission is the greatest oh, yeah. time assassin ever. He yeah. is clearly a bad guy. Yeah. And yeah. don't don't get it twisted. I mean, he tries to protect this family, but everything he does is in his own self interest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, I think it's six, the one that was dead. What did you think yes, about ben. him actually uh, letting himself go while trying to save Vanya? That was cool. I, I was like, that that's ca- that was that actually was a really cool point in that se- in the series. Yeah, yeah. And but, I was and I was glad to see him back and as a part of the Sparrow Academy. I was like, oh, they're gonna write him out, and then he's back. Only yeah. he's on the other side. Yeah, he's on the dark side or the light side. Well, Who knows? It's gonna be interesting seeing Klaus try to. Like talk to him, and he's gonna be like, "I don't know who you are." Yeah, yeah. Well, he also looked. I mean, they they did a good job of of in a couple of seconds of his screen time at the very end. You really got the idea that it's a very evil version of him. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. whoever this Sparrow yeah. Academy is, they're not good. I really yeah. don't think they're going to be on the side of good at all. And it's going to be interesting to see how Ben Maybe. plays in the next season. I had to look it up because I had completely forgotten, but he's got his power is the ability to summon eldritch creatures. So yeah. that could be huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's really powerful. So it seems like it seems like what happened was them going back in time and meeting their father and trying to to well and playing havoc in general. Right. Cuz they didn't exactly he basically not butterfly effect anything. He came away from that meeting with the, with the idea that how did I find that group up? <laughs> and I'm going to try harder with my with whoever I find first, which was the Sparrow also, Academy. Yeah, I'm also curious of what the whole your interests on the dark side of the moon bit was because yeah. The ba- the base that Luther was on, there were scenes where it clearly showed him looking at Earth, so that's right. not the dark side of the moon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was monitoring something, but we don't know what. Yes. So was the ending not a surprise to anyone else like me? No, absolutely not. That's the one thing I was going to say was as soon as they went the the whole thing about five trying to fine tune his powers by going back a few seconds, I said, that's going to play into the final episode. They're going to get their butts kicked and he's going to have to jump back and try to reset it. But I mean, just simply introducing themselves to their father. That would have yeah. screwed everything up and made a new timeline. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. then they kept saying, "We got it. We're gonna, we're gonna fix this. We're gonna fix this." And I kept thinking, "No, you're You've not. already screwed you it might, up. You might keep, you might keep uh, um, the doomsday from happening. Yeah. As but soon obviously as things are gonna change." Speaking, speaking of, speaking of messing with the timeline, and this is what, this is what I love so much about this show, is like one episode, you're on the edge of your seat, and you're just like in it, and it's so serious and so dramatic, and then the next episode. You know what? One of the one of the symptoms of being next to your 
your own self from a different timeline is excessive gas. And it's just yeah. like fart noises the whole time. I was dying laughing. <laughs> yeah, I forgot I about that. Itching the, and the, the, the pacing in this show is really, and that's a testament to how well this show is written and how well it's carried out too. Is that like, yeah. even in that, you know, like that hilarious farting and all that stuff didn't detract from the seriousness right. yeah, of the story. Like, you're in this. You're in this historically significant moment: the assassination of John F. Kennedy, and and he can't stop farting, and yet you don't feel like they're making a mockery of the whole thing. It's like it. It just strangely fits. Maybe not fits. It's interacting fits with is the right word, but... scene from season one at the same time. Yeah, yeah. That's so. good writing, man. Mm-hmm. And and I like that. You know, I I I like Doom Academy or Doom Patrol. Doom. Doom Academy. Let's let's just do a matchup. Um, I like Doom Patrol, but there's no comparison. It's not. It doesn't feel like every episode is a contest as who can curse the most. It's actually good writing. It's like it's not Cliff running around dropping f bombs here and there and whining. I know that. I know that we all enjoy to varying degrees, but it's quite telling. We've we've been talking about Umbrella Academy non-stop for like 25 30 minutes yeah now and, ex- and excitedly talking about it last the episode, episode we, we just did on yeah. doom academy we were done in like five minutes, minutes. we're all like uh <laughs> i even said I mean, that when i sat down it's engaging when you watch it really, when i sat down today with jared i said i hope we talk about this show a little longer than we talked about doom patrol <laughs> very true honestly the only thing that you know doom patrol was good and it's it's great it, it's 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 its own good thing, but it's just it just seems so flat to me. It just you know. Yeah, I think this season really suffered because they didn't have Mister Nobody. Not to go on a tangent yeah, or, here, but I think I or, think he or did they? Well, I mean, <laughs> I, I love I love Adams. Yeah, I uh, like that theory that theory. That. I'm That's... talking him actually being there, on, and Alan Tudyk being on the show. I yeah. think the first season of Doom Patrol was great because of the narration. He, yeah, he narrated uh, that too, cause, yeah. Because he narrated, he narrated everything that was going on in the first season since he was the main bad guy. Yeah. So yeah. I think that like taking that away, where there's this this third party that's breaking the wall to the audience, took detra- There wasn't that comedy break in it, so it was way more serious and it was way more. It was way darker and dirty with all the language, with no comic relief on top of that. Some, but very little. Yeah. But here's the reason yeah, yeah. why I'm bringing up Doom Patrol while we talk about them. Mm-hmm. So, like, in Umbrella Academy, I know that they can't work with each other. I know that they're a bunch of screw-ups, most of them. Some of them have really good handle on their power, but they're still just inherently screw-ups. Even knowing that, I'm kind of on the edge of my seat in some of these episodes. Like, oh my god, we're so close, it's going to happen this time, right. and I know it's not going to. That never happens for me in Doom Patrol. I'm like, you guys are just a bunch of misfits, and you're never going to get it together. <laughs> and quite honestly, in season two, it, it wasn't even that funny or enjoyable anymore. It was just like, all right, here we yeah. go again. Like, yep. I had to, I had to force myself to finish watching Doom Patrol. I enjoyed it, but if if I had to choose one to rewatch, or not even choose, which one will I ever rewatch again? Yeah. Most definitely, Umbrella Academy. I doubt very seriously I will ever go back. Yeah, and I it really boils down to something we talk about on this podcast, and that's the quality of the writing. With with Doom Patrol, you get little tiny glimpses of the potential for each character. Like 
with uh, Rita. The only time you ever see her using her powers well is in a dream or some sort of, you know, manufactured sequence that somebody's thinking about. And, and she's slowly learning, but there's no there's no one moment where they're all working as a well-oiled machine like like in this season of Umbrella Academy where you see it and you're like, "Oh, that's what we could be working toward here." And whether they do or not, I don't know, but we've seen it and hopefully we get to see it again. It may take a while, but it's a good point because everyone in the Umbrella Academy except for Vanya knows how to use yeah. their powers pretty well. And they were yeah. raised as a family, despite their dysfunction. They were raised as a family. They know each other's, you know, hot buttons and this and that. Whereas yeah, Doom Patrol, just... they were all kind of thrown together, and now they're trying to figure things out. Yeah, they're just a so... bunch of idiots, which makes for hilarity yeah. to begin with. <laughs> no, I mean it's, it's a decent show. A I'm just saying, when compared to Umbrella Academy, yeah, I'm really glad that I watched. Doom Patrol season two before I watched Umbrella Academy season yeah. two because had I watched season two of Umbrella Academy first, I don't know if I would have finished the second season of Doom Patrol. Quite yeah. honestly, it, it it did cleanse the palate a bit after watching Doom Patrol. It'll be interesting to see what season three is for both shows. <laughs> so, is are there any predictions on what Reginald is or what's going on with that? Uh well, we know he was somehow involved with the Kennedy assassination whether it was having something to do with him being killed or protecting him, I don't know. Well, no, he was Trying upset to that him. he was upset that Kennedy was killed, remember? That's right. Yeah, that That's was true, the yeah. twist. That was the twist that I didn't see coming. That was kind of that kind of threw me off almost as much as him apparently being an alien is that he was pissed. Like he was actually acting in good faith against yeah. the assassination of Kennedy. Was upset. I I didn't see that coming. And is it me, or did he look the same age in the 60s mm -hmm. as he does now? Yep. Well, he's an alien. <laughs> well, yes. <laughs> well, now we know that. We know why he looks the same as he did in, like, the flashback stuff in the first season is because yeah. he basically yes. doesn't age. Or age. It's because he's, he's wearing an Egger suit. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Egger, your skin is falling off your bones. Wow. Pleasure. Sugar, water, sugar, and water. Edgar, what on earth was that? Sugar. I've never seen sugar do that. Give me sugar and water. Hey, your skin is hanging off your bones. Oh. Who was that? Was that Billy Zane? That, that no, that? it was. Um, no, it was uh, Kingpin. Yeah, the guy who played Kingpin. I um, can't remember his name, but a far less fat Kingpin version. And Daredevil. D'Onofrio, Vincent D'Onofrio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Such yeah, a yeah, yeah. So the the group, the group that Hargraves worked for. That's that. That was the interesting little group. shadow organization. Yeah, they're the, the ones magnificent who twelve. Didn't want to deal. Uh, no, that's what they called it. That's what they oh, called the episode. It? Oh, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I'm wondering if that's like some kind of precursor to the commission. 
I definitely got kind of an X Files vibe off of that group. <laughs> Why? Because they had really? like the deep throat guy in. There? Yeah, yeah, and like like the the dude. Whoa! Whoa! What guy? The... Did you ever watch <laughs> hey, X Files? <laughs> Did you ever watch X Files? No, no, honestly, I've never seen that show. One of the key uh, mysterious figures had a code name Deep Throat. Was that the smoking yeah. guy? Yeah. The smoking man. Yeah, they. Yeah. That's why I said that. That's why. That's why I used that reference because it's basically a nod to the Deep Throat character from X Files. For the longest time, you didn't know who it was, and you knew. I'm wondering. I'm wondering though if that group is like going to become what is the uh, continuum people, the the time cops, whatever they call themselves. What do they call them? The, the, the commission. commission. Is that what yeah. they call? I, I've always called them the Time Bureau. I know I pulled that from like Legends of well, DC's were, Legends. They, or yeah, it it's is, called but... the Commission. I don't know. I was just very. It was very interesting that they didn't want to deal with Kennedy anymore because he was going to be a problem to them. Yeah. And Hargrave didn't. <clears throat> he was like, no. you know, completely walked out because of it. So it's like, okay. Well, I mean, there's a lot of I, I, you know, there's a lot of real historical accounts, and people were saying that we might not have gone after the space race as voraciously as we did had it not been for the Kennedy assassination. You know, what I mean, like it was kind of like. A redemption as a country. He laid down the gauntlet of going to the moon, and it died and fired. So I, yeah, but he died. It, kinda, in what, it, it very smartly ties in to reality, you know. Did yeah, that's good writing. Did he yep. die? What year was? It? Did he die? Was that sixty-three? That's the whole that show is based around nineteen sixty-three. I was trying to remember because <laughs> I knew it was. <laughs> yeah, November eleventh, nineteen sixty-three. Yeah. Isn't that like infamous date? Oh, November twenty second. November twenty second. Oh, by the way, uh, Umbrella Academy is neither Marvel or DC. It's Dark Horse. Oh, no. isn't Dark Horse part of DC? I don't nope. think so. They're not in the list. Didn't start out that way. Maybe they own it now. I don't know. Oh wow. I wonder how much they. I wonder how much they had to pay DC then just to name drop Batman one time. Uh, that's the kind of. That's the part of movie and, and show making filmmaking that i would love to know the answers to like how much does it cost you to say who do you think you are batman <laughs> you know what i mean you know there's a price tag on that seventy four hundred dollars probably <laughs> one jillion dollars one hundred billion dollars well i mean deadpool says batman so that's right that's, I was watching a I was watching a behind the scenes like an anniversary documentary of that movie Days and Confused, and the most expensive part about that movie was the the intro song. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, I don't doubt it. So much so that they couldn't even get that sweet emotion. It's not on the soundtrack because they couldn't even afford to put it on this official soundtrack. <clears throat> yep. It's only in the movie. Ready for some hot news? Hot. What? So speaking of stuff like that, where you have product placement in a, in a show or a movie, this is off topic, mm-hmm. by the way. Um, I went and saw Unhinged in the theater, which actually it was great to go to the movie theater again. Hmm. Oh, that was so awesome. Um, and they didn't even pay Toyota to use their cars. They just took all the badges off and used the cars anyways. Yeah. They do that on TV. Good for them. I was like, in in two scenes, Russell Crowe, like, in one scene, Russell Crowe is driving a Toyota Sienna, and it's obvious it's a Toyota Sienna, but the Toyota symbol like... is not on the not on the grill, yeah. and there's no badging on the car. And then in another scene, uh, she's driving a Prius, and there's no badging on it. It's just yeah. black. 
<laughs> I'm like, ah. how, was now, how was that, by the way? Oh, it was great. Really? <laughs> Such so a good like, movie. Yeah. Hmm. Like, you watch the preview and you're worried that they took all of the good stuff and threw it in the preview. It is nonstop. Wow. From the moment it starts, it does not stop. There are no la- There is no lag. Well, it's because the movie's only an hour and a half long. It's not a two-hour movie. Mm. They didn't stretch it. So it's very fast. So it it goes from one thing to the other to the other, and I'm like, this is freaking great. Good. So also, Fat Man like Russell Crowe is like a falling... evil. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. No, you say he's really evil. Oh my gosh! I know it was him in a in a fat suit. They they just. Uh, they basically, yeah, he wore a fat oh. suit. They didn't actually make like even his face was prosthetic. The 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 fat on his face was prosthetic. Really? Um, I thought but he just ate a bunch of cheeseburgers. So did I. I was like, well, okay, he bu- he beefed up for this role, I guess. <laughs> um, but no, he he plays a really evil bad guy. Um, I'm like, that was what made the movie is how deranged that character was, and Who? how it didn't feel fake. I remember watching this. Uh, Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe's character in that movie. Is, is that is that acting? Yes. <laughs> well, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You'd be in jail I, if he was. You know what's, this guy. what's funny is he was doing a. Uh, he did one of those wired autocomplete interviews because of this movie coming out, and it's it actually was hilarious. I'm pretty sure I sent Adam a text about it. I can't remember if I sent it to the whole group, but there one of the questions. That whole thing is they pull questions off of Google and celebrities will answer them. And it said, is Russell Crowe a nice guy? He just kind of like did a little chuckle and looked right at the camera and said, probably not. Yeah. <laughs> I think I did and I'm like, that. Fi- finally, a celebrity with at least a yeah. little bit of self-awareness. <laughs> is that where they just sit like in front of a white background and they take like, yeah, they have this little thing yes. and they hold up and they rip the paper off says... Yeah, some is Russell Crowe, really, and then it's like whatever comes some of them up. Some are Google. really cool. But yeah, yeah. Um, uh, that movie Passenger uh, with um, Star Lord, Chris Pratt, and uh, Jennifer Lawrence. They did one of those, and God, that was one of the most entertaining ones I've seen so far. I, I would, I will happily sit and watch anything that has her on it. Her <laughs> yes, God, she is gorgeous. That's a great movie. I just recently rewatched that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I that forgot a good movie. how good that movie was. Very yes. uh, visually stunning. I, I really liked uh, like Dude, the, the swimming the, pool scene. The good gravity Lord. and she gets stuck in the water bubble. Right. Jesus. Yeah, where the water just comes out of there and she's stuck in the middle and can't go anywhere. It was fantastic. Um, so, is there any news on the? Anybody have any news? I actually stumbled across something. It's not confirmation, news. but. Um, as far as news goes, they are, they are starting. They were filming it, and then everything shut down. But apparently, they're going back to it as much as they can. So they are, what they are continuing on with the second installment of season four of um, Grand Tour. Oh, good, good. So what was happening is they they didn't film it because each of them. So apparently, within their contract with Amazon. They're going to do Grand Tour, and they're each, they each have their own show that they're doing as well. And speaking of which, if you haven't watched it, you need to watch the James May Does Japan thing. It is yes. fantastic. <laughs> it is so, so, oh, so good. If you guys haven't seen it, please watch it. 
because I uh, thought I'd pop on down to the post office and. Oh, dude, it's 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 great. Uh, did, did you not watch it, Dana? No, I haven't seen, seen it yet. I'm just every oh, time I think God. of James oh, May. Every time I think of him, I think of Clarkson doing his mo- no. his voice of James May. No, this show is actually <laughs> you can tell it's the camera crew from Grand Tour because yeah. he knows them and he makes fun of them and they're making fun of him. But it's James yeah. May. I mean, it's it's great. Yeah. I mean, it's not the same as Grand Tour, obviously, because all three of them are not there. But he's still wildly entertaining. Yeah. It's it's yeah. It's, I was not expecting before. it to be as good as it because you know the joke is it's James May but it turns out he's just as fantastic of a presenter on his own without feeding off the other two just seeing him in these wacky weird and uncomfortable situations with the the (laughs) japanese culture it's friggin hilarious it it almost has it it has almost a feel of it's like it's kind of like a throwback to idiot abroad but instead it's like genius abroad (laughs) yeah yeah He's no, done it's, when it's, they were I, on uh, Top Gear before that whole thing went down. He and Richard Hammond had their own shows now and then where they would, you know. Well, yeah, and that's so that's that's what the so contract seen, has with Amazon is they yeah. they each had their own individual project. I've seen when he does his own thing. It is very tour. entertaining. So what their plan was before COVID hit was they were going to film that first one, which they filmed and released with the boats going through Cambodia to Vietnam. Uh, and then they were going to film their individual project and then film the next installment of the Grand Tour so everything got screwed up but there's there's no dates that have been released or anything like that but they are starting production I don't know exactly what that means maybe mm. not even filming but they're starting production up again and cool. they will be completing and finishing up at least one more installment uh, movie length installment for season 4 Excellent. and that's the only news I had Hot news. Well, I know. I know. By the time this is edited and um, released, it, it helped, have been passed for probably a little bit. But um, I was actually shocked when I saw on Facebook that uh, Black Panther, the gentleman who played Black yeah. Panther, died um, at a relatively young age of forty-three. Yeah, forty-three. I wasn't shocked, to be perfectly honest, because I saw him in an interview something on youtube like a month ago and i'm like he does not like he looked really really yeah. skinny and just very unhealthy so he like, was originally diagnosed in 2016 yeah and he's been they battling did colon cancer for number a, number of a great number of, of treatments and surgeries and then they finally said that it was like terminal i think last year but i i never even heard that he was that he was diagnosed in the first place yeah me either and no and I didn't even like him. His appearances in the media were so infrequent that if even even if I had seen him recently, I would have been like, "Oh, well, he must have lost a bunch of weight for a role, you know, or something like nah, that." Because no. I'll see if I can find it. In my I YouTube but no, history. I did see a gallery where they showed the progression of him over the yeah. last four years, and I was yeah. like, "Oh my god, it's you know." No, obviously, I, I'm gonna see if I can find it in my YouTube history. I'll send you guys. He's yeah. very obviously like when I finished watching it. Much to your point. He played it close to the chest and kept his private business his yeah. private business. Much respect for that. But I was like, after that, I was like, what is something is wrong with him? I was thinking, like, is he on drugs? Like, is the like the big fame all of a sudden like getting to yeah. him? something? I knew something was wrong, but yeah, it was yeah. shocking that yeah. he passed away. Yeah, that's why I just don't think that I saw him as recently as a year within yeah. the last year. 
Because when I did see those pictures, I looked and I was like, I saw that every day when I went in for treatments, people looking like that. So, you know, if I had seen that, I probably would have suspected something, but just... I was, I was just about to say, I know three people personally, obviously one's you, Dana, <laughs> yeah. who have had that around the age of 40, and it's like, dude, it happens way more than people think. Mm-hmm. It's sad. Yeah. And it seems but to be happening all three of them have survived, which is surprisingly... Well, the younger you are, the better chance you have, unless it's obviously a specific strain that's, More which he must have had. You know, mine—they told me that mine was extremely treatable, and his must not have been. Yeah. Or you know, it is also possible that he could have done what Steve Jobs tried to do and do all this. You know, what do they yeah, call he it? Wore the, himself the, out. Alternative medicines. Yeah, like eating nothing but carrots or some stupid crap like that, where, where it doesn't do you any good. But if you get some quack of a doctor that tells you something like that, then you trust them, and then you try it, and then it doesn't work. It's too late. You can't. Yeah. You've lost your best chance of of healing because you've already weakened yourself. Which is so well, weird. Yeah, when if you're he's a not fucking billionaire and, just, and you could afford yeah, the no. greatest doctors on the planet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he so did bizarre. try the whole like you know, I don't want to what, what do they call it. Uh, it's not like alternative medicine. It was like this just totally like nature-based, you know, eat these foods, take these vitamins, and and your body will fight it off on its own. Not pancreatic cancer. I'm sorry. That is a particularly nasty strain in most cases. But it was just a... It's a a loss to that role. Oh, absolutely. And a loss to the Marvel Universe because he was an excellent character. Yeah. Great, great actor. He nailed that role. Yep. Yeah. He definitely nailed that role. I and like, I never saw it because I, I, I didn't get a chance to see it in the theaters, but I really... Did any of you guys see that, what was it, 21 Bridges? No, it and now I want to get it. No. Because I, I haven't seen it yet. I never even well, heard, heard it. it so I've heard see it's it. fantastic. I had never even heard of it until... He plays a detective in Chicago. Yeah. There well, was one where he played James it. Brown, too, and I, I was like, holy cow. I mean, he looked like a yeah, really... Skinny version of if James you can Brown. Get, if you can get 21 Bridges for Jared Flicks, yeah. I'm working on that. Uh, <laughs> uh, the best Chadwick Bosman movie I've ever seen is 42. 42. I don't really think I've so ever you, heard of that one. If you want to see a good movie it's about... The answers of the universe and everything. <laughs> um, try again. <laughs> it's the Jackie try. Robinson story. Uh, okay, okay. Yeah. I would watch. It's really good. I actually just pulled up all. I pulled him up on Netflix, and this is what's come up. You have twenty-one bridges. You have something called The Marshall. You have forty-two, and then you have both Avengers, Civil War, and Black Panther. And then he was in Gods of Egypt, which I know I've seen. That's a pretty terrible movie. Um, He was in the (laughs) Kevin Costner movie uh, Draft Day. Okay. Yeah, he actually played a football player from Ohio State. Oh, wow. Uh, there's another movie called oh, Pace. The Kill Hole. <laughs> no. <laughs> wow. <laughs> the Kill That's Hole. Dirty. That's That's dirty. from 2012. And then uh, he played hole. in a thing called <laughs> Get Get what? On Up, which what? is a story about... James Brown. That's James Brown, yeah. yeah. That's the one he really say, looked like. Sounds... Yeah. I saw a screenshot of him doing that, ow, you know, like James Brown did. And it, I was like, that looks like young, skinny James Brown. Baba? Yes, my son. 
Tell me a story. <laughs> Which one? The story of home. The Black Panther has been the protector of Wakanda for generations. A mantle passed from warrior to warrior. Your Highness? Now because your friend murdered my father, I also wear the mantle of king. So I ask you, as both warrior and king, how long do you think you can keep your friend safe from me? Stand up. You are a king. King! T'Challa! I am king of Wakanda. Wakanda forever! And it is my responsibility to make sure our people are safe. You are son of a murderer! Your father killed his old brother. In my culture, death is not the end. It's more of a stepping off point. I don't need a suit to kill you. Ah! The reign is over! Ah! Is this your king? Ah! Is this your king? Ah! I'm the king now. Ah! No powers! No claws! Just a boy! I want to be a great king, Baba. Show him who you are! You're a good man. With a good heart. I am Prince T'Challa! Son of King T'Chakra! I never yielded! As you can see! I am not dead! Uh, do you guys want to theorize about what they're going to do in the MCU? That was what my, my initial worry was like, oh god, they're going to have to recast it or they're going to have to write him out. And I'm like, no, they don't. I think but they here's the thing, they don't out. necessarily have to. Right? Like, mm. they've already mm. got somebody perfectly in place that can take the mantle up for that. And quite honestly, I would be thrilled to see it. It would be awesome to see uh, Shuri take up yeah. as the Black Panther. Because yeah. quite honestly, what I was hoping after we Iron Man die was Shuri's like that was love the technology and her. I was yeah. I was all on board and like, okay, we could totally have Shuri take over Iron Man. But they kind of have a perfect opportunity for her to yeah. become some version of the Black Panther. Now. That was kind of the conventional wisdom because in the comics. Tony eventually relinquished the, the 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 armor, I guess, to uh, a young black teenager, female. And I don't remember no. her name, but you know, it was no. that was the comic. She being... makes her own. She. This is why I don't like the Ironheart character. She makes her own power armor at the age of fifteen, which makes Tony look like a complete buffoon. Ugh. So yeah, see, I like I'm that like, even less now. just delete that character. <laughs> let Shuri be the genius because she already is. She can take the mantle of Black, Path Black Panther and use armor in her tech because nobody can yeah. be a Black Panther anymore because there's no more flowers. Right. Yes, that's true. So yeah. she can be Black Panther, but be this new techie version. And you've still got your symbol and you can still do Black Panther movies. Right. And it would be, it would be, it would fit 
Like, it wouldn't be like a what the shit is going on here kind of. It would fit really well. And I like her character. Yeah. You know, I, her yeah, character from, uh, from Black Panther was a great character. You would just have to write some sort of baddie that could kill Black Panther. <laughs> like, T'Challa. Because, yeah. you know, the Black Panther is a strong character, so you're going to have to bring in a baddie, you know, who's not Ulysses Claw. You're going to have to bring in somebody <laughs> big. Maybe a Doctor Doom. Ooh. Now that, that would now be that fun. Now that they own Fantastic Four. Doctor Doom to... shows up to the Wakanda and uh-huh. kills the king. Instant villain heat. Yep. That would be a good way to... It's... Then, after that, usher in the Fantastic Four to deal with Doctor Doom. Because they yeah, own all that long... now. You go on Disney Plus, they own all that. New Black Panther, that is Shuri. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I think that's, yeah. to me, that's the probably the best way to make out of a bad situation, you know? Now, I speaking think the of... worst thing they could do is recast. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think they should do that. Um, speaking of future plans for Phase 4, now that Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is over, and we know that Daisy and company have headed out into space to to kind of extend the what will now become sword. Uh, I think that okay, so we know that Shield ran parallel with the MCU for a while, and so it yeah, ran. We really don't know where they are now. It ran parallel with them through at least Winter Soldier, and then Civil War happened, and then uh, Infinity War happened. Well, they- but it was never mentioned in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. anything about the Snap or Infinity War or any of those events. So what I'm um, thinking is Avengers 2012 was 2012. Age of Ultron was 2014. We don't know exactly when Infinity War took place. And then whatever Endgame is is five years after that. So I think that the MCU has kind of jumped ahead a bit while Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. stayed in kind of the present day type environment still the same universe just a different part of just a different time in it and so now that daisy and her group have gone out into space i think we're going to jump forward maybe in the next guardians movie or something that happens out there maybe the next captain marvel movie i don't know but we're going to see we already know that um friggin i just lost his name samuel l jackson nick fury is out there on a ship floating around, you know, living the good life or whatever. But you know that he's out there for a, a much different reason. And so I oh, think I, just... I think that uh, they're going to meet up with him and develop what in the comic books is called S.W.O.R.D., which is basically the outreach of S.H.I.E.L.D. into the cosmos, into the, the bigger the bigger arena of, you know, whatever yeah, you want well, to He's got Captain Marvel in his back pocket, and he's got a scroll army yeah. at his fingertips. So, and he knows the Avengers are going to protect Earth, so he doesn't have to worry about that no more. Right. So it's my hope that they kind of tie in Agents of Shield again and get some of those and, people to start showing up. I would love to see Coulson as, in a movie again. The, the Asgardians of the Galaxy <laughs> are a thing. So let's go. Yep. I want of my Adam Warlock movie. Of course you're in charge. Of course you're in charge. Of course. Of course. 
That dynamic is going to be hilarious. Just a little bit I, of it dude, that we got. Yes. Even though it was a little bit out of place in Endgame, again, they're they're trying to force humor into Thor's character where it really kind of didn't belong. He just experienced some massive loss. No, and, no, no. Uh, this is where I will disagree with Alex a billion times over a billion. He thinks that the humor makes no sense because... You know, I don't oh, think it doesn't make this crap. sense. It's his defense mechanism. That's what he's learned from being on Earth too long. Mm, his right. defense mechanism has become: I make stupid humor. Yeah, even it though makes total sense. Even though deep down, I'm like drinking like yeah, a fish, and I've gained hundred pounds. Yeah, he's completely <laughs> destroyed. Yeah, it's so. going to be a long time for him to redeem himself as a. I mean, he, I guess he kind of did redeem himself. But he has to build himself back now yeah, and right. repair his life. And what better way to do that than to go around space with a bunch of morons? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I bid you farewell, morons. <laughs> don't use I'm the Mary word plucky. Poppins, we don't know what it means. <laughs> <laughs> this, is so, not, um, you're, this is not a dude. You are a dude. This is a man. <laughs> this is, this was it was man. it confirmed or only rumored that the rock is going to be Adam? Black Adam, he is. I heard a rumor. <laughs> <laughs> well, wrap that, that back around. That brings it full circle. Good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Roll credits. Don't forget I mean, to I... spay and neuter your pets. Yeah, sure, you bet. Yeah. Snookums! Apparently, Disney is not going to push back the release anymore. Black Widow is set to release good early early November. Isn't Wonder really? Woman too? But the the only odd thing is that the release notes doesn't say only in theaters, so it might be a soft theater release plus the Disney Plus. Well, screw premiere. that! I'm going to see it in the theater. I'm going to see yep. it in the theater too. But they're also, I'm sure, they're also going to do the thirty dollar thing. Plus, Digital nope. release which, for the losers. Which I, yeah. I, I honestly do. God, I hope that fails for them so hard. I do if too. They feel like they realize that they can make thirty damn dollars per device instead of yeah. you know. I mean, I guess it makes sense. You could stack your house full of ten or twelve people. I get, I get why they're doing thirty dollars. I just I don't want ten people fail. in my house really, to watch a movie. I really <laughs> actually, really... it's it's not per device. It's per account. Right. So like. My oh, Disney okay. Plus has like six or seven people on it because it's kind gotcha. of our family account. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah. So that may so be why they're trying does to. Kind of make sense. It's still one person paying it. You're going to go to your family yeah. and say, hey, y'all owe me five bucks so if you watch this movie. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's called a cover charge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> By the way, if you stream this movie through my account, you owe me $5. <laughs> no, I got an idea. I, I guarantee you I have a surefire way to get Adam to pony up money to pay $30 for a movie. Go up to his house and be like, hey, I'll watch your daughter for four hours so you can game <laughs> or take a nap. <laughs> yeah, that, that would be hard to uh, pass up. <laughs> Dude, I saw a picture that reminded me of you the other day. It was a guy that had, obviously you only have the one kid, but this guy had like three kids. And he yes. said, okay, kids, we're going to do a contest. You all sit down with your coloring books. And whoever draws the best picture of Daddy asleep wins. And he just took a nap. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. (laughs) 
Oh, that's I was like, fantastic. that is awesome. So, Remy's <laughs> at the age where I'm terrified to lay down because, I, and I saw a meme of this the other day. The father lays down, shuts his eyes, and then the kid is doing Macho Man elbow on it. Like, it's instant. <laughs> wow. it's, she can smell it. Oh my gosh, I have to kill you. <laughs> so, Ryan watches TikTok. My, my brother is in town, so he just sat down behind us, and I, it reminded me of a TikTok video he showed me and Josh yesterday. Uh, it basically it was this guy going that when he wants his kids to take a nap, he puts a video on and uh, selects the audio for Spanish. <laughs> and when the kids go, "Daddy, we can't understand," he goes, "You guys must be tired and need a nap." And then they take a nap, and he puts the same video on after they get up <laughs> in English. English. I was like, that's hilarious. Eventually, they're going to get old enough and go, thank you, Dad. <laughs> well, the, the joke's going to backfire on them when they, like, yeah. they're going to be like, oh, thanks. I, I actually know how to speak Spanish. Right. When they, yeah. when they start thing. taking Spanish in high school, they'll be like, how do I know this? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Wild. God steal, see the doctor. <laughs> I know.